right, so I told this story this morning. When I was in Vegas some years back, we went to the show at Caesars Palace. The name of the show is called Ab Absinthe. And if you're familiar with Cirque du Soleil, same type of acrobatic stunts, but it's raunchy comedy, right? They were doing stuff so dangerous. My guy who took us, he said, man, these are the type of stuff you don't really get to practice. And if you do, you only get to practice once. Otherwise, you die. It was literally a point in the show where the host said, I need everybody to be quiet because this stunt is so dangerous. If there's any distraction, they could die. Like he literally said that. By the way, they perform this show seven days a week. And when I tell you these dudes are the man and the ladies are so freaking chiseled, bro. Like it was probably negative percent body fat. Now, the stunt that he did isn't the story I'm about to tell because they didn't tell you to be quiet for this one. They had this circular stage that was moving, that was basically going in a circle and it was shaped like a circle. And it was this guy and this girl on roller skates. Right. And they were dancing and whatnot. And then uh, as it got towards the end of their act, the dude was literally, he grabbed a girl, he had her hands, and he was swinging her up and down as the stage was turning. Then it flipped where he had her, well, he had her um, ankles, and he was swinging her up and down while the stage was turning. When I tell you her head was that close to the freaking stage, that wasn't the part they told us to be quiet for. So I bring that up to say this. A lot of that you see in gymnastics, those same types of um, stunts, those same types of movements. And I was watching it last night and I was looking at the girl. She was doing those flips on the balance beam and you could just see it in her face when she land when she landed, bro. If her ankle, because I've sprained both of my ankles, I've sprained both of my ankles, I've pinched my sciatica, I've had a concussion, I've torn my shoulder, like I've had a lot of injuries. I can just look at her and tell if she moved her ankle one wrong, like a half an inch, either direction, her career is over. So to not be mentally straight for that, and again, you're out there by yourself, to not be a hundred percent you got to be a thousand percent up here and you still might not come out perfect but you got to believe that you are if she says i'm not mentally good i believe her <laughs> i'm serious bro and I, i've seen people too, man like dude I, i've seen people do those those types of stunts bro and it's just like hell no like you couldn't pay me enough to try it like the amount of work that they put into that like not just the actual performance at the olympics think about the amount of training that they got to go through just to get there I mean, simone is the best in the world she has the most medals of any other gymnast in history so she knows what it takes so if she says i'm not there i believe her thank you and i'm glad you brought up the medals because my at this point i'm like yo what the hell else did she have to prove she don't have anything to prove like what like like her legacy is set like you can never say you want to talk about adversity. You want to talk about she's running from it. Somebody said she was running from a challenge. Like, are you serious? Like, really? Like, man, it, and to me, I keep going back to it all boils down to one thing. You can't because now we're and it's funny. We talked about this 
with Corey Miner Smith. Go check out that interview. I say it's going to come a point to where people are going to pick and choose when they're going to want to use mental health. Right now, now they don't want to support her. And I don't care what anyone says. You can fight me to this. This is what I believe. It's all because it's she's competing in the Olympics for gold. And we know how the other culture feels about this country. I guarantee you, if it was just a regular meet, if a challenge, if it was just a regular, just not for gold or not, it, they, it would not be this serious. But the fact that she backed out of competing in the Olympics for gold, that's really what it boils down to. They don't like that. That's what but it is. I'm going to tell you, she has an overwhelming amount of support, though. That's what I'm happy about. And that's why I don't choose to listen to the negativity right majority of the so i'll say this and it's actually funny to me the majority of who we hear about supporting her outside of you know guys like us are professional athletes you got a lot of other professional athletes and the majority of the people who are not supporting her aren't professional athletes and so it's really that question of what do you know about being on that world stage? What do you know about being in that space? You've never done it before. It's easy to sit from the sidelines and judge, but you've never been there before. And even if you are a professional athlete, that doesn't necessarily mean you've been to the Olympics. That's a different type of stage. So yeah, I, I again, I take it with a grain of salt. I'm really happy that she did it because she might've saved her own life. Because if you go out there and you're not 100% and something does happen, that's way worse than you just pulling out. You know what I mean? Like if you go out there and injure yourself, which has happened, imagine what that story would be like. The amount of haters, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy that, that she did what she did, bro. And I think between her... Naomi, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and a host of other pro professional athletes, they're really going to raise the bar on the, sh the basically shining light on the stress level that these guys go through. You know, we love to see them play and compete, but at the end of the day, we get to go home and relax when they're still, they still have to come down from that. So, you know. Yeah, that's pretty. I made my rant. I start back up again. I'm gonna get frustrated, but that's pretty much all I got with that one. Now. <laughs> no, I mean, bro, that's that's what this is. That's what that's what we're 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 here to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just you know we gotta make up our minds. We can't encourage and support and you know make people the poster child for mental health when it's benefiting them, but when it's not we don't want to throw stones at them because that's you know like let's not do that at the end of the day no matter them circumstance mental health is mental health and who the hell are you to tell someone what they're going through i don't know you i don't know what you're going through i'm not inside your head i don't know the demons that you've had to fought to get here i don't know like what triggered you i don't know that so the fact to say that to try to criticize somebody make excuses of why you think they did what they did no if somebody brings up, it should become a point. It should be, I'm going to say something here. It should be like how we are, how we are so defending towards the LGBTQ community. 
no matter what, if you say anything offensive to them, it's a no, no, no excuses. When it comes to mental health, it should be the same way because it's just that serious. It's just that dangerous. Like that could be the difference between life and death of someone not taking control of their mental health. So for me, like the way that happened in a way, like even like her, our, her, our own people came. It was a lot of our people that came out, even criticized her. I watched the whole video from Jason Wilcox and I actually like some of the stuff he said, but he like went in on her. And I was like, that upset me. Like, let's not do that. Let's not pick and choose when we want to support it and when we don't want to support it. And that's all I got to say. I'm, I'm glad you said all that um, because it literally is that serious. And let me ask you this. And again, it's funny to me. Is Jason Wilcox a professional athlete? Nope. No. So it's like, I, I don't, and I'm, I'm not a professional athlete either. But when I listen to people who have never been in that space before, try to comment on somebody else's space. I don't, I, I can't take them serious. Now, if I listen to somebody who's been in that space before, like Brian was one of the first people to talk about um, being able to take longer breaks in the postseason between games because of the stress on the players, right? And Adam Silver being the great, uh, I forget his title, but being the great man that he is wanting to look out for the players, he implemented that immediately for the next season. You know, he understands the game. And the toll it takes on the players because he's there. One thing being a guy from the sideline, like Jason Will, is it Wilcox or Will Bond? That's two different people. Mike, one's named Michael Will Bond, the other yeah, one yeah, you Jason know, Wilcox. I, okay. They both, they're both yeah. guys. Yeah. I really don't agree with everything yeah. they say. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's like this, man. You haven't played football. Me haven't played football at a level that's less than the professional level know there's the stress that even goes on at that level so just imagine when you get to college and then you get to the pros and then the next level above that is the world stage at the olympics which i don't know why they don't have two sports mma and american football we're gonna work on that <laughs> at the olympics i think that that would be awesome it would but, be no contest yeah, yeah, I know. It wouldn't even that, that yeah. that's why I would love it. They because would, I know yeah. we would destroy everyone. We could put our B squad out there and it would still be, yeah, no. Yeah, could you imagine NFL players playing rugby, bro? Like that would be yeah. fun. I don't know, it would just be, be fun for me to watch. But you know, the point is when you haven't competed at that level consistently, like Naomi is a champion, Simone is a champion. Kyrie is a champion. Love is a champion. Like they know what it is. They might not be the quote unquote leaders of the teams, but they know what it is like to be in that atmosphere, to be in that, that, that space mentally. And we're, you know, a lot of people are looking at it too, especially the, the sideline people. They're looking at the fame. They're looking at the accolades. They're looking at the money you're making. And it's like, man, compared to my life, your life looks pretty damn good but you've never been in that space before you don't know what it's like to have that level of responsibility 
and neither do I, which is why I listen to the people who are in that space versus the people who are not in that space. But I'm glad you said what you said, because I think so. You said you brought up the LGBTQ. They've been fighting for that privilege for a while. And I feel like mental health is going to get to that level. Um, don't get me wrong. It, it has been a fight, but I think more of awareness has been raised in the sense of popular culture um, than mental health. Mental health is getting there. And I'm glad it's being, I'm glad it's on the, the world stage like that. Like, like you said, if it wasn't for the goal, if it wasn't for team USA, if it wasn't for the best in the world saying that, look, I can't do this right now because my mental health isn't where it, it, it needs to be again. I don't think it would be taken as serious, but because it was her, because it was Naomi, it's taken a lot more serious now, despite what they say, despite what the people from the, from the sidelines say, trust me, bro, it's being taken serious. All right, man. Well, that's all I got on that one. That was a good one, man. That was what? That's part two. Yeah, oh, Simone Biles, man. We're going to go ahead and make sure we uh we get this one out here to y'all. But as always. Yeah. And um, well, wait, right, real quick before you say that, I just want the audience to know that tomorrow is the last day of Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And just because tomorrow is the last day of a recognized month does not mean it's the last day of mental health awareness for minorities or anybody else. So let's keep this going. If you got something going on with you, we want to hear about it. If you know of someone, we want to hear about it because silence does not get results. And closed mouths don't get fed. Mental health is every single day, 365 days a year, 366 in a leap year. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of us walking around afraid to talk about mental health. We are not afraid to talk about mental health on the Black Culture Podcast. Nope. That is something that is essential um, to our culture, to our community, to us as individuals. I, myself, Willie has also, we check our mental health on a regular basis to make sure we are in a good space. To do what we do, it looks easy, but it's not. To get on here night after night, it takes a certain amount of head space to be able to get on here and record this for y'all and to bring awareness to all of the issues in our community. But trust and believe mental health is our priority because we can't move forward as a culture and make change unless we're in the right mental space. So I just wanted to raise awareness for that. Well, you got to take us out after that, man. <laughs> well, as always, everybody, family make sure you you subscribe to the channel make sure you like and we would love for you to leave a comment below and share this follow us on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and linkedin and oh my bad i missed my point i thought you was going all the way home bro <laughs> no, you i was good, fully bro. committed you to you going home but um and also Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. <laughs> and my bad, yo. My name is the Willie Astro. That's Price. We out. Peace. Peace.